0: Hare Krishna, my dear devotees, welcome back to the daily readings of Śrīla Prabhupāda's books, right here in Hythe, Kent, Southeast England, just near the English Channel. We're here um, trying to follow Śrīla Prabhupāda's instructions strictly to hear the Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam regularly, every day, with like-minded devotees. Um, we're uh, suffering from hearing uh, about what's going on in Ukraine and we dedicate this re- reading of Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam to the devotees, particularly in Ukraine and the people of Ukraine and <clears throat> um, and to the people of the world. Okay. Srimad Bhagavata Mahima Stotram from Sri Krishna Leela written by Srila Sanatan Goswami. It goes like this Sarva Shastravdipi Yusha, Sarva Vedaika Satpala, Sarva Siddhanta Ratnadja, Sarva Lokaika prada O nectar. From the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana, Shrimad Bhagavata Prabho, Kalidvandodita Ditya, Shri Krishna Paribartita. O life heir of all the supreme lord's devotees. O Master Srimad Bhagavatam, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Paramananda pataya Prema prema-bhārśakṣad-hāyate Sarvadasa Vasevyaya Sri Krishnaya Namostume. I bow down to you, who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of Prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Śrī Krishna himself. Madeka Bando mad Madguru Mad Mahadana mad Bhagya Mad ananda my only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my saviour, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy. I bow down to you. Asadu, dayin, atini kada, chin mam, o bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. So we've reached the 18th chapter of the first canto, which is the last chapter in this first canto. Maharaj Prīkṣit, cursed by a brahmana boy, and we have, we're starting with text 8. Maharaj Prīkṣit considered that less intelligent men might find the personality of Kali to be very power, powerful but that those who are self-controlled would have nothing to fear. Indeed, only foolish, careless persons would be subject to Kali's tiger-like power. Purport Those who are not devotees of the Lord are careless and unintelligent. Unless one is thoroughly intelligent, one cannot be a devotee of the Lord. Those who are not devotees of the Lord fall prey to the actions of Kali, namely gambling, intoxication, prostitution, and animal slaughter—the four primary corruptions in human society. Passing laws or setting up commissions will not provide an antidote for those for these corruptions, which are indulged in even by the administrative heads and business leaders. It will not be possible to bring about a saner condition in society unless we are prepared to accept the modes of action adopted by Maharaj Pariksit, that is propagation of the devotional service of your Lord to the common man. Text nine. O sages, as you did ask me, now I have described almost everything regarding the narrations about Lord Krishna in connection with the history of the pious Maharaj priksit Purport Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam is the history of the activities of the Lord, and the activities of the Lord are performed in relation with the devotees of the Lord. Therefore, the history of the devotees is not different from the history of Lord Krishna's activities. A devotee of the Lord regards both the activities of the Lord and those of His pure devotees on an equal level, for they are all transcendental. Text 10 Those who are desirous of achieving complete perfection in life must submissively hear all topics that are connected with the transcendental activities and qualities of the Personality of Godhead, who acts wonderfully. PURPORT The systematic hearing of the transcendental activities, qualities, and names of Lord Śrī Krishna pushes one towards eternal life. Systematic hearing means knowing Him gradually in truth and fact, and this knowing Him in truth and fact means attaining eternal life, as stated in the Bhagavad-gītā. Such transcendental glorified activities of Lord Śrī Krishna are the prescribed remedy for counteracting the process of birth, death, old age and disease, which are considered to be material awards for the conditioned living being. The culmination culmination of such a perfectional stage of life is the goal of human life and the attainment of transcendental bliss. Text 11 The good sages said, O grave Sutta Goswami, may you live many years and have eternal fame, for you are speaking very nicely about the activities of Lord Krishna, the Personality of Godhead. This is just like nectar for mortal beings like us. PURPORT When we hear about the transcendental qualities and activities of the Personality of Godhead, we may always remember what has been spoken by the Lord Himself in the Bhagavad-gītā. 4.9. His acts, even when he acts in human society, are all transcendental, divyam, for they are all accentuated by the spiritual energy of the Lord, which is distinguished from his material energy. Thus, he does not act or take his birth like an ordinary living being under the custody of material energy, nor is his body material, or changeable like that of ordinary living beings and one who understands this fact either from the Lord or from authorized sources is not reborn after leaving the present material body such an enlightened soul is admitted into the spiritual realm of the Lord and engages in transcendental loving service of the Lord therefore the more we hear about the transcendental activities of the Lord, as they are stated in the Bhagavad-gītā and Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam, the more we can know about His transcendental nature and thus make definite progress on the path back to Godhead. Text 12 We have just begun the performance of this fruitive activity, the sacrificial fire, but we are without certainty of its result because of the many imperfections in our actions. Our bodies have become black from the smoke, but we are factually pleased by the nectar of the lotus feet of the Personality of Godhead, Govinda, which you are distributing. Purport The sacrificial fire kindled by the sages of Naimisharanya was certainly full of smoke and the sages were full of doubts because of so many flaws in such activity. The first flaw is that there is is an acute scarcity of expert brahmanas able to carry out such performances successfully in this age of Kali. Any discrepancy in such sacrifices spoils the whole show and the result is uncertain, like agricultural enterprises. The good result of tilling the paddy field depends on providential rain, and therefore the result is uncertain. Similarly, performance of any kind of sacrifice in this age of Kali is also uncertain. Unscrupulous, greedy brahmanas of the age of Kali induce the innocent people to take part in such uncertain sacrificial shows without disclosing the scriptural injunction that in the age of Kali there, are, there is no fruitful sacrificial performance but the sacrifice of the congregational chanting of the holy name of the Lord. Sutta Goswami was narrating the transcendental activities of the Lord before the congregation of sages and they were factually perceiving the result of hearing these transcendental activities. One can feel this practically as one can feel the result of eating food. Spiritual realization acts in that way. The, sage of, the sages of Naimi Sharanya were practically sufferers from the smoke of the sacrificial fire and were doubtful about the result. But by hearing from a realized person, like Suta Goswami, they were fully satisfied. In the Brahma Purana, Vishnu tells Shiva that in the age of Kali, men full of anxieties of various kinds can vainly labor in fruitive activity and philosophical speculations, but that when they are engaged in devotional service, the result is sure and certain and there is no loss of energy. In other words, nothing performed for spiritual realization or for material benefit can be successful without devotional service to the Lord. Text thirteen. Tulayama Lavena Pi Naswar Gang Napunar Bhavam Bhagavat Sangi Sangasya. Kim A moment's association with a devotee of the Lord is so valuable that it cannot be compared with even the attainment of the heavenly planets or liberation from matter and what to speak of such worldly benedictions as material prosperity which are for those who are meant for death. purport When there are some similar points it is possible to compare one thing with another One cannot compare the association of a pure devotee with anything materially valuable Men who are addicted to material happiness aspire to reach the heavenly planets like the moon, Venus, and, Indraloka. and those who are advanced in material philosophical speculations aspire for liberation from all material bondage. When one becomes frustrated with all kinds of material advancement, one desires the opposite of material bondage, namely liberation, which is called Apunarbhava, or No Rebirth, But the pure devotees of the Lord aspire after neither the happiness obtained in the heavenly kingdom nor liberation from material bondage. In other words, for the pure devotees of the Lord, the material pleasures obtainable in the heavenly planets are like a phantasmagoria. And because such devotees are already liberated from all material conceptions of pleasure and distress, they are factually liberated even in the material world. This means that the pure devotees of the Lord are engaged in a transcendental existence, namely, in the loving service of the Lord, both in the material world and in the spiritual world. As a government servant is always the same, either in the office or at home, or at any other place, so a devotee has nothing to do with anything material for he is exclusively engaged in the transcendental service of the Lord since he has nothing to do with anything material what pleasure can he derive from material benedictions like kingship or other overlordships which are finished quickly with the end of the body devotional service is eternal it has no end because it is spiritual Therefore, since the assets of a pure devotee are completely different from material assets, there is no comparison between the two. Sutta Gosami was a pure devotee of the Lord, and therefore his association with the rishis in Naimisharanya is unique. In the material world, association with gross materialists is veritably condemned. The materialist is called a Yoshit Sangi, or one who was too much attached to material entanglement, women and other paraphernalia. Such attachment is conditioned because it drives away the benedictions of life and prosperity. And just the opposite of the Yoshit Sangi is the Bhagavat Sangi, or one who was always in the association of the Lord's name, form, qualities, and so on. Association with such a devotee is always desirable. It is worshipable, it is praiseworthy and one may accept it as the highest goal of life. Text 14 The personality of Godhead, Lord Krishna, Govinda, is the exclusive shelter for all great living beings, and his transcendental attributes cannot even be measured by such masters of mystic powers as Lord Shiva and Lord Brahma. Can anyone who is expert in relishing nectar, Rasa, ever be fully satiated by hearing talk, topics about him? PURPORT Lord Shiva and Lord Brahma are the two chiefs of the demigods. They are full of mystic powers. For example, Lord Shiva drank an ocean of poison of which one drop was sufficient to kill an ordinary living being. Similarly, Brahma could create many powerful demigods including Lord Shiva. So they are Ishwaras or lords of the universe, but they are not the supreme powerful. The supreme powerful is Govinda, Lord Krishna. He is the transcendence, and his transcendental attributes cannot be measured even by such powerful Ishwaras as Shiva and Brahma. Therefore, Lord Krishna is the exclusive shelter of the greatest of all living beings, Brahmā is counted amongst the living beings, but He is the greatest of all of us. And why is the greatest of of all the living beings so much attached to the transcendental topics of Lord Krishna? Because He is the reservoir of all enjoyment. Everyone wants to relish some kind of taste in everything, but one who is engaged in the transcendental loving service of the Lord can derive unlimited pleasure from such engagement. The Lord is unlimited and His name, attributes, pastimes, entourage, variegatedness, and so on, are unlimited. And those who relish them can do so unlimitedly and still not feel satiated. This fact is confirmed in the Padma Purana. Ramante yogino nante Satyananda Chidatmani Itirama Pradesa Param Brahma vidyate. The mystics derive unlimited transcendental pleasures from the Absolute Truth, and therefore the, abs- the Supreme Absolute Truth, the Personality of Godhead, is known as Rama. There is no end to transcendental discourses. In mundane affairs, there is the law of satiation. But in transcendence, there is no such satiation. Suta Goswami desired to continue the topics of Lord Krishna before the sages of Naimisharanya. And the sages also expressed their readiness to hear from him continuously. Since the Lord is transcendent and His attributes are transcendental, such discourses increase the receptive mood of the purified audience. Text 15 O Sutta Goswami, you are a learned, you are a learned and pure devotee of the Lord because the Personality of Godhead is your chief object of service. Therefore, please describe to us the pastimes of the Lord which are above all material conception for we are anxious to receive such messages. PURPORT The speaker on the transcendental activities of the Lord should have only one object of worship and service, Lord Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and the audience for such topics should be anxious to hear about Him. When such a combination is possible, namely a qualified speaker and a qualified audience, it is then and there very much congenial to continue discourses on the transcendence. A professional speaker and a materially absorbed audience cannot derive real benefit from such discourses. Professional speakers may make a show of Bhagavata-saptāha for the sake of family maintenance, and the materially disposed audience hears such discourses of the Bhagavata-saptāha for some material benefit, namely religiosity, wealth, gratification of the senses, or liberation. Such bhāgavatam discourses are not purified from the contamination of the material qualities. But the discourses between the saints of Naimisharanya and Śrī Sutta Goswāmī are on the transcendental level. There is no motive for material gain. In such discourses, unlimited transcendental pleasure is relished by both the audience and the speaker. And therefore they can continue the topics for many thousands of years bhagavata saptahas are held for 7 days only and after finishing the show both the audience and the speaker become engaged in material activities as usual they do so because the speaker is not bhagavat pradana and the audience is not shush shatam as explained above Text 16. O Sutta Goswami, please describe those topics of the Lord by which Maharaj Pariksit, whose intelligence was fixed on liberation, attained the lotus feet of the Lord, who was the shelter of Garuda, the king of birds. These topics are vibrated by the son of Vyas, Srila Shukadev. There is some controversy amongst the students on the path of liberation. Such transcendental students are known as impersonalists and devotees of the Lord. The devotee of the Lord worships the transcendental form of the Lord, whereas the impersonalist meditates upon the glaring effulgence or the bodily rays of the Lord Known as the Brahmajyoti. Here in this verse, it is said that Maharaj Prakash attained the lotus feet of the Lord by instructions in transcendent in knowledge. Here in this verse, it is said that Maharaj Prakash attained the lotus feet of the Lord by instructions in knowledge, delivered by the son of Vyāsadeva, Dev, Sri Shukadev Goswami, Shukadev Goswami was also an impersonalist in the beginning, as he himself has admitted in the Bhagavatam two one nine. But later, but later on he was attracted by the transcendental pastimes of the Lord, and thus he became a devotee. Such devotees with perfect knowledge are called Maha Bhagavatas, or first class devotees. There are three classes of devotees, namely the Prakrita, madhyama and Mahabhagavata. The Prakrita, or third-class devotees, are temple worshippers without specific knowledge of the Lord and the Lord's devotees. The madhyama or the second-class devotee, knows well the Lord, the Lord's devotees, the neophytes, and the non-devotees also. But the Mahabhagavata, or the first-class devotee, sees everything in relation with the Lord and the Lord present in everyone's relation. The Mahabhāgavata, therefore, does not make any distinction, particularly between a devotee and non-devotee. Maharaj Pariksit was such a Mahabhāgavata devotee because he was initiated by a Mahabhāgavata devotee, Shukadev Goswami. He was equally kind even to the personality of Kali and what to speak of others. So there are many instances in the transcendental histories of the world of an impersonalist who has later become a devotee. But a devotee has never become an impersonalist. This very fact proves that on the transcendental steps, the step occupied by a devotee is higher than the step occupied by an impersonalist it is also stated in the Bhagavad Gita 12.5 that persons stuck on the impersonal step undergo more sufferings than achievement of reality therefore the knowledge imparted by Śrugadeva Goswami unto Maharaj Pariksit helped him attain the service of the Lord and this stage of perfection is called apavarga the perfect stage of liberation. Simple knowledge of liberation is material knowledge. Actual freedom from material bondage is called liberation. But attainment of the transcendental service of your Lord is called the perfect stage of liberation. Such a stage is attained by knowledge and renunciation, as we have already explained. Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam 1, And perfect knowledge as delivered by Śrīla Śukadeva Goswāmī results in the attainment of the transcendental service of the Lord. Text 17 Thus please narrate to us the narrations of the unlimited for they are purifying and supreme they were spoken to Maharaj Pariksit and they are very dear to the pure devotees, being full of bhakti-yoga. Purport What was spoken to Maharaj Pariksit and what is very dear to the pure devotees is Shrimad bhagavatam Shrimad bhagavatam is mainly full of the narrations of the activities of the Supreme Unlimited, and therefore it is the science of Bhakti Yoga, or the devotional service of the Lord. Thus it is para, or supreme, because although it is enriched with all knowledge and religion, it is specifically enriched with the devotional service of the Lord. Text 18. Shisuta Goshami said, O God, Although we are born in a mixed caste, we are still promoted in birthright simply by serving and following the great souls who are advanced in knowledge. Even by conversing with such great souls, one can without delay cleanse oneself of all disqualifications resulting from a lower birth. Purport Sutta Goswami did not take his birth any brahmana family he was born in a family of mixed caste or an uncultured low family but because of higher association like Sri Śukadeva Goswami and the great sages of Naimisharanya, certainly the disqualification of inferior birth was washed off Lord Śrī Chaitanya Mahāprabhu followed this principle in pursuance of the Vedic usages and not by his transcendental and by his transcendental association, he elevated many low-born men, or those disqualified by birth, or action, to the status of devotional service, and established them in the position of acharyas or authorities. He clearly stated that any man, whatever he may be, whether a brahmana or shudra by birth, or a householder or mendicant. By social order, can be accepted as an Acharya or Guru, a spiritual master, if he is conversant with the science of Krishna. Sūta Goswami learned the science of Krishna from great Rishis and authorities like Shukadev and Vyasadev, and he was so qualified that even the sages of Naimisharanya. Eagerly wanted to hear from him the science of Krishna in the form of srimad Bhagavata, so he had the double association of great souls by hearing and preaching. The transcendental science, or the science of Krishna, has to be learned from the authorities, and when one becomes conversant in the science and preaches it, he becomes still more qualified. So Sutta Goswami had both the advantages. So, so Goswami had both the advantages, and thus undoubtedly he was completely freed from all disqualifications of low birth and mental agonies. This verse definitely proves that Sutta Goswami's inferior birth did not cause either Srila Shukadev Śrī- Goswami to refuse to teach him about the transcendental science or the sages of Naimashiranya to refuse to hear lessons from him. This means that thousands of years ago there was no bar to learning or preaching the transcendental science because of inferior birth. The rigidity of the so-called caste system in Hindu society became prominent only within the last 100 years or so. When the number of Dwijabandhus, or disqualified men in the families of higher castes, increased. Lord Sri Chaitanya revived the original Vedic system and he elevated Thakur Haridas to the position of Namacharya, or the authority in preaching the glories of the holy name of the Lord. Although His Holiness Srila Haridas Thakur was pleased, to appear in a family of Mohammedans. Such is the power of pure devotees of the Lord. Ganges water is accepted as pure and one can become purified by taking a bath in the waters of the Ganges. But as far as the great devotees of the Lord are concerned they can purify a degraded soul even by being seen by the low born and what to speak of association. Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wanted to purify the whole atmosphere of the polluted world by sending qualified preachers all over the world to preach the chanting of the holy name of the Lord and it remains within the and it remains with the Indians to take up this task scientifically and thus do the best kind of human, humanitarian work rather than performing some stereotyped imitation, philanthropic work such as opening hospitals. The mental diseases of the present generation are more acute than bodily diseases. It is quite fit and proper to take up the preaching of Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam all over the world without delay. Mahatmanam Abhidāna also means a dictionary of great devotees or a book full of the words of great devotees. Such books of the words of great devotees and those of the Lord are the Vedas and allied script literatures, specifically the srimad Bhagavatam, Śrīla Prabhupāda Jai. So, believe it or not, it's almost 755. So we'll stop here with our daily reading and we'll start up again at text 19. Hare Krishna All right our master of ceremonies Abhay Das we will take it from here Hare Krishna
1: First up this evening is Rati Manjari
0: Rati Manjari, first out of the block tonight very good
1: She says, Jai Guru Maharaj thank you for being there for all the people of the world
0: Hare Krishna Well we just heard about Who's qualified to speak and who's qualified to hear? So at least we have some qualified hearers.
1: From Gopakanya Devi Dasi.
0: Gopakanya Devi Dasi, Hare Krishna.
1: says, Jai Ho Maharaj, all glories to Sri the Prabhupada in your daily reading. Hare Krishna. Service of Sri the Prabhupada. Thank you very books. much.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
1: Cheers to all lucky assembled friends. Hare Krishna Hare everyone. Krishna.
0: Cheers to everyone.
1: And from Rai Kanu.
0: Haribo Rai Kanu Dasi.
1: Hare Krishna, dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada.
0: Haribo. All glories to his divine <coughs> grace. Thank you. And this
1: is from Helena Hattasis
0: he, Helena Hattasis Hare Krishna
1: Hare Krishna And Sudevi Dasi says Hare Krishna Maharaj
0: Haribo Sudevi Dasi, Hare Krishna
1: And from Christopher Kenzior.
0: Christopher Kenzior. becoming a regular, Hare Krishna
1: He says, Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances, all glories to Srila Prabhupada.
0: Jai, glories to Prabhupada.
1: Thank you for another wonderful reading. These readings always brighten my day. Very good. And from Goranga Gopal.
0: Haribo, Goranga Gopal. Srila Prabhupada said that his mission was to make everyone happy and we can see what happens when someone starts to hear from Prabhupada because mm. he's one of those pure devotees we've been hearing about all, all evening Hare Krishna and naturally become happy by hearing from Srila Prabhupada sorry
1: Garanga Gopal
0: Haribo Goranga Gopal
1: he says Hare Krishna Maharaj thank you so much for reading tonight
0: Jai Hari Bo
1: so nice to hear about the highest goal of life with you all
0: oh yes it's more than nice it's transcendentally pleasing and uh, efficacious effective in bringing us true happiness Hare Krishna
1: and a comment from Gopakanya?
0: Yes, Gopakanya
1: Devirazi. Lucky I am. I am unintelligent and careless, but I am trying to follow pure devotees like you and all previous acharyas in the line of loving devotional service, Bhakti Yoga system. Hoping and praying that one day in the future, by the mercy of Krishna and blessings of you all, pure souls, I can be intelligent enough to serve sincerely, carefully, and lovingly to Sri Guru and Goranga. All glories to Srila Prabhupada, his transcendental books, his humble disciples, and his sincere followers, the only hopes to a hopeless like me.
0: Hare Krishna. Every once in a while, Gopakanya Devi does, he comes out with a barn burner <laughs> reflection. Wow, that was a truly blessing, a true blessing to all of us. Thank you very much and may your life be blessed. May you attain pure love of God in this life. Kari Krishna. Thank you.
1: From Anandamurti David Dasi.
0: Hari bold Anandamurti.
1: Dear Guru Maharaj and all assembled devotees, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Thank you so much for your reading of Srimad Bhagavatam today. Transcendental hearing of Sri the Prabhupada's books, key Joy. Through your reading, I feel that we are associating with Sri the Prabhupada. I am so fortunate to have this chance hearing from you every single day. By your mercy, I distributed seven Bhagavad Gita. Oh. 25 small books yesterday in front of university, and I met nice students and people.
0: Very nice.
1: I offer this result to you. Om Tat Sat Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Thank you so
0: much. Thank you very much, Anandamurti. Your determination and your steadiness is inspiring to all of us. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. If you keep that up, you will build a yatra for sure. Hare Krishna.
1: From Rati Manjari.
0: Hare Bharati.
1: She says, Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my respectful obeisances. If I may ask a question about an earlier reading.
0: I guess so. Why not?
1: She must still be typing the question.
0: You can see she's still typing.
1: Because yeah, that's why that is written down. Oh. Says, excuse me, still typing.
0: (laughs) 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 Correct. We're waiting for her to type.
1: She says, Someone else can go first.
0: I don't know. I think the anticipation of what you're going to say is so d- strong that nobody's going to say anything, huh? We're all waiting, We're all waiting in anticipation. Hare Krishna Hare
1: Krishna There's something here from Jamarathur Jama Jama
0: Jama Rattar
1: Jama Rattar
0: Jama Hare Krishna
1: She says Please accept my humble obeisances, Guru Maharaj Ji Thank you again for tonight's wonderful reading Everyone has been sharing this Canto All week So it is popping up everywhere And that is very good mm. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada he gave you a powerful name, by the way, Keshava. I'm sure you are slaying enough demons by reading out loud the transcendental nectar <laughs> of the Srimad Bhagavad Purana, Guru Maharaj. Hari Krishna, Hari. I'm just
0: the peon the trying to deliver the mail. I call it letting Srila Prabhupada speak for himself. I will accept the... Uh, fact that I love to hear about from Prabhupada and share it with others but I most love to just uh, let Prabhupada speak for himself because he's so transcendently powerful empowered Away from, we're all like dying of anticipation, Rati. Hare Krishna. What? Here's a question. Question.
1: We heard that we should not identify a perpetrator. this,
0: this, This is from Rati. Yes.
1: Okay. We heard that we should not identify a perpetrator so we will not become implicated by the sinful act from the perpetrator. If we apply this to the current situation in Ukraine, what is the best way to think about this situation and to speak about it?
0: Well, it depends on who you're speaking to. You know? You can't say that high philosophical conclusion to just anybody. Therefore, it's, a, it's an offense to speak these kind of intimate truths of the glo- or the glories of the past times of Krishna and the holy name to faithless persons. You know, I think the best way to talk about the situation in Ukraine is that you know Putin is actually a demoniac person. you know he's he's causing untold suffering uh, without provocation and, and therefore uh, he should be condemned and the Bhagavatam condemns also and Krishna comes and kills people like that, but because You know because Kali Yuga is advancing and it's advancing by the by the sanction of Krishna if not directly, at least by his sanction so that eventually even people who are very degraded will be able to respond to the stick of the the level of suffering that we're going to get in, in the Kali Yuga And then Kali will come. And we're thinking how horrible. But actually, if you compare what's happening and for how long it's happening, it's not even a blink in the eye of Krishna. Now this doesn't mean that we should speak that to anybody and everyone. We should be sympathetic to the suffering of others. The Vaishnava is paradukkaduki. He he's unhappy when he sees others unhappy and happy when he sees others happy. He doesn't think about his own happiness or unhappiness. So therefore we should we should pray for the Ukrainians, the innocent people, who are being uh, slaughtered. You know, this is not the way of human civilization. You know, the Battle of Kurkshetra was 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 conducted far away from the cities, far away from the the uh, the normal uh, what what do they call the the civilians. It was it was conducted by military people, you know, and and that was it. So this is not a righteous war in any shape form, and it is uh, condemnable both by by the laws of the land and the laws of God. And that's how we should. Uh, express our feelings about the situation in your, ca- your brain. Hare Krishna.
1: This is also from Rati
0: Mundravi.
1: So if we are upset by the demoniac acts by a certain person, we do not become implicated in the karma of his sinful activities?
0: No. But at the same time, we should understand, we should know that the whole thing is being conducted by the modes of nature. It's being conducted by the modes of nature and everyone is implicated. This is what Dharma is saying. We should know. we should follow what Dharma is saying. But he's, you see, Dharma is speaking about himself. Mahārāj Prīkṣit came and saw Kali beating Dharma and, and Bhūmi. So he said, he's not going to uh, point the finger at anybody who's doing something against me, against him. That's what he's saying. Mm-hmm. That sunichina Taroda da amanina manadena Kirtani ksida We should be humble, we should be tolerant uh, when someone uh, attacks me in any way. But if someone attacks the Lord or His devotees, we should feel like fire. And by, by implication, the devotees of Krishna are there in give and this person is actually attacking the devotees and therefore uh, it's not wrong to condemn them as an offender to God and an offender to the devotees he doesn't believe in God All he, all he th- cares about is his own power, just like, just like Kangsa. So you think we shouldn't think and condemn Kangsa? As soon as he saw that, that Krishna killed those wrestlers, he said, Alright, kill them. And kill Vasudev and kill Ugrasena, my father. And, and drive out these people. And all he could, he was mad, he went mad, and this is what's going on with 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 Putin. He's going mad. He he's his lust for power and greed is so strong. For his own personal power and legacy, he'll do anything. So therefore, he should be condemned by us. Hare Krishna.
1: This is another comment from Jama.
0: Jama Haribo.
1: You are doing His Divine Grace very proud. The world desperately needs to put a stop to the suffering of the poor, innocent animals and spread ahimsa. Jai Prabhupada.
0: Yes. And real ahimsa doesn't just mean stop the killing of animals. It means stopping the progress of anyone spiritually. And that means to stop the preaching. We have to keep on preaching the truth, keep on reading Prabhupada's books out loud and trying to explain to whoever is willing to listen according to our capacity. And that will make us dear to the Lord, and He will protect us under all circumstances. The Pandavas you know, everyone was killed on the battlefield of Kurukshetra except for the Pandavas and a few others Satyaki and a few others
1: this is from Jagamohan Das
0: Hare Krishna Jagamohan Das
1: Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj, thank you for continuously spreading this transcendental vibration. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada.
0: All glories to His Divine Grace.
1: And one more from Rati Manjari. Mm-hmm. It is intriguing that in both Russia and Ukraine, there are thousands and thousands of devotees who have been actively preaching. I pray that these transcendental influences will make the situation improve very soon.
0: Well, Prabhupada told us that if we preach vigorously, and these devotees in in Ukraine, they do, they preach vigorously, then it will polarize the society. That's what's actually happening. The world is polarizing, and Prabhupada told us that it would polarize. The more we get these books out there, and the more we talk about Krishna and Krishna consciousness and what the laws of nature are and how to follow them, then it will polarize. Those who are atheists, they will become stronger against those who are, uh, my, are devotees by nature, you know, or believers in God at least. They will become more favorable, and it will polarize. And eventually, it will become a, a an actual clash between the demons and the and the believers, the non-believers, and the believers. That's where it's headed. Hare Krishna. Thank you again. I'm overwhelmed as usual by all your lovely reflections and questions and the discussions. And Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam ki jāi Sama-bheda-bhaktabhinda ki jāi Gaur-premanandi hari bo. See you tomorrow night. Same topic, same time, same place. Yeah, we're getting down to the the teachings of the Bhagavatam now. We've heard a lot of teachings, but still this is just the uh, explanation of the history of when the Bhagavatam appears. Hare Krishna. See you tomorrow.